For some context about what kind of badass, faith-filled woman this was, you have to understand that according to the law of Moses, she wasn't supposed to be anywhere near these people. She was considered unclean because she was in a constant state of bleeding. But she didn't care. She had spent all her money. The doctors of the time couldn't heal her, and she just made up her mind that she didn't care about breaking the law of Moses She didn't care that the doctors said she couldn't be healed. She didn't care about the men she was pushing through who could have had her stoned for touching them while she was unclean. All she cared about was touching the Messiah, whom she believed had so much power flowing out of him that even just touching the garments he wore would heal her broken body. She didn't love the Lord at all. She didn't even know him. She wasn't even one of his followers until that day in the crowd. She had just heard some stories and decided to believe that those stories of healings and miracles were true. And so she decided that if his touch could do that for others, she would find her healing with him too. And he asked, who touched me? And when the woman stepped forward and said, it was me, Jesus made this absolutely astonishing statement that people are still arguing over and trying to dismiss even to this day, 2,000 years later. He said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Take Jesus at his word that in him, there is healing power, even today, because we are promised in the scriptures that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if you are seeking the healing power of God, reach out to Jesus in faith that he still walks and exudes that miraculous power for anyone who would believe in him and touch him in faith. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Joanna Church. We are continuing our look at the miracles and teachings of Jesus. My very earliest memory is of me reading my first book from start to finish with one of my sisters. I still remember the pictures, the feel of it, the story, and the amazement and belief that birthed in me, even at the young age of three or four. It was a Bible story about a man named Jairus, whose daughter was sick and dying. And he came to Jesus to ask him to come and heal his daughter. The story of this miracle that took place birthed in me a love for Jesus and a desire to see him heal people today. And that love and desire has just grown deeper and broader over the last 40 years of my life. So today, I want to share this story with all of you. This is from the book of Mark, chapter 5. Then a leader of the local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, arrived. 
When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading fervently with him. My little daughter is dying, he said. Please, come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so that she can live. So Jesus got up and went with him, and all the people followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for twelve years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors, and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay them, but she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, If I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately, the bleeding stopped, and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him, so he turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, Look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched me? But Jesus kept on looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. There are so many aspects to this passage of scripture that speak to me. First, Jairus was the leader of a local synagogue. He was some sort of Jewish religious leader, and he was desperate to have his daughter healed. So desperate that he was willing to go against the other religious leaders in Israel. Remember, most of the Pharisees and priests and Sadducees, the religious leaders of the day, so they would be like the pastors, priests, ministers, elders, and deacons of our day, they were against Jesus. They hated him. They called him a sinner. They called him demon-possessed. And yet this local leader, Jairus, was willing to risk the wrath of the religious leaders of this day and approach the one man he believed could save his daughter. And then... In the middle of them heading to his house, something happened that caused them to stop. A woman who had been sick for many years with a bleeding condition came through the crowd that was surrounding Jesus as they were walking. For some context about what kind of badass, faith-filled woman this was, you have to understand that according to the law of Moses, she wasn't supposed to be anywhere near these people. She was considered unclean because she was in a constant state of bleeding. But she didn't care. She had spent all her money. The doctors of the time couldn't heal her, and she just made up her mind that she didn't care about breaking the law of Moses. She didn't care that the doctors said she couldn't be healed. She didn't care about the men she was pushing through who could have had her stoned for touching them while she was unclean. All she cared about was touching the Messiah, whom she believed had so much power flowing out of him that even just touching the garments he wore would heal her broken body. There is something so fascinating about what transpired between Jesus and this woman. 
We are so often presented with a God who grants healing on what seems like a whim. We have been told we need to beg and plead and maybe, just maybe, God will find it in his heart to perform a miracle that day. And yet, on this day, what happens to this woman upends that entire teaching. Remember, Jesus told us that if we see him, we see the Father. He said that he only does what he sees the Father doing. So the picture presented in this story is that Jesus didn't even know who had touched him. He was just walking full of the Spirit of God as he always did. And there were crowds of people jostling around him and touching him, presumably some of whom were sick. And yet it doesn't say that they were healed. But rather, this woman touched him from behind so that he couldn't even see who was there. And her touch in faith actually drew the power of healing out of Jesus. Jesus didn't know who she was. The father hadn't told Jesus that this was going to happen. He was surprised by it. Jesus didn't even have the chance to say yes or no to her healing. But he felt the healing power of the Holy Spirit flowing out of him to someone. And he asked, who touched me? And when the woman stepped forward and said, it was me, Jesus made this absolutely astonishing statement that people are still arguing over and trying to dismiss even to this day, 2,000 years later. He said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. He didn't say, it was God's will for you to be healed today. He didn't say, I decided to heal you today. No, he very clearly and very specifically says to her, your faith has made you well. And this isn't the only time where the scriptures say that Jesus tells someone that it is their faith that actually activated the healing or the miracle that they were looking for. So wrestle with that. People have this idea that if you love the Lord, that is the same as having faith in the Lord and having faith in every aspect of what his death and burial and resurrection purchased for us. And that's why we hear stories where someone's loved one wasn't healed, even though they loved the Lord greatly and followed him their whole lives. This woman actually proves the opposite of that idea. She didn't love the Lord at all. She didn't even know him. She wasn't even one of his followers until that day in the crowd. She had just heard some stories and decided to believe that those stories of healings and miracles were true. And so she decided that if his touch could do that for others, she would find her healing with him too. You can love the Lord but not believe that he is willing or able to heal you. There are whole denominations that will tell you that God won't heal you, that he won't touch your life, that he won't speak to you. If you believe that, you don't have faith that he can or will. 
That may seem discouraging to us at times because it ultimately confronts the depth and breadth of our own beliefs. We'll be examining faith in upcoming episodes, but in the meantime, take Jesus at his word that in him there is healing power, even today, because we are promised in the scriptures that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if you are seeking the healing power of God, reach out to Jesus in faith that he still walks and exudes that miraculous power for anyone who would believe in him and touch him in faith. So what if you don't find that healing here on earth? Well, I was ministering with a woman at a conference over ah, 20 years ago, maybe, and she said something that I have never forgotten. She said, I will keep pursuing faith in God and his promises and his healing and his provision, even if I die, never seeing it all fulfilled, because I would rather die with a heart full of faith that is increasing and see the realization of my healing in eternity than to give up here on earth and start cursing God as I head into eternity because my faith was so shallow. So even if you don't have the faith of this woman with the issue of blood yet, keep pressing forward. Keep asking God to strengthen your faith and your understanding of his miraculous touch. And whether here or in eternity, you will find your miracle. All right, let's just take a little detour for a moment, because for any of you who have been following the podcast... From time to time, you know, I like to sprinkle in some science, especially quantum physics and mechanics, not because I understand it all, because I can't, (laughs) but because what little bits this brain of mine has been able to comprehend shows discoveries of many things that the Bible talks about and the very spiritual realms of God. They have recently come to realize that our brains produce something called biophotons, essentially light particles, and that there are measurable increases in the production and emission of light particles during meditation or when directing intention towards a person, an object, a body part, and even when we then lay our hands on people While emitting this light, there is a physical reaction in the other person's body. It's really fascinating to study. One quote by Parisa Zarkeshian at the University of Calgary out of one of these studies is, This mechanism appears to be sufficient to facilitate transmission of a large number of bits of information, or even allow the creation of of a large amount of quantum entanglements. I won't get into all the ins and outs of quantum entanglement or the healing power of light or the historical accounts of various religious figures who seem to actually exude light from their bodies or have diseased cells die when laid in their hands under a microscope. But look it up. Science is supporting the exuding of power and the people who come into contact with that power being affected, changed, and even healed. And that is what you see in the story of this woman. She entangled herself with Jesus and in faith 
drew out from him the very healing power of God that was exuding from his being. So much so that she didn't even have to have him touch her, but his very clothes were infused with that power. Absolutely phenomenal. And just a hint for those wondering about the name Jesus Christ, Christ means anointed one. That's why you'll often hear me refer to him as Jesus, the anointed one. Anointed as if he had been coated in oil. And that is exactly what he was. He was anointed with the oil of God's spirit, God's light, God's life, God's power. Jesus was dripping with it in the spirit. And if you came in contact with that anointing and you used your faith and drew on it, you were changed. All right. Thanks for taking that detour with me. Let's get back to the story. You may be wondering now what happened to Jairus and his daughter. I imagine that while all this was happening with the bleeding woman, this man was growing impatient and anxious, knowing that his daughter didn't have much time left. And yet, seeing this woman healed had to have strengthened his faith that if he could just get Jesus to his daughter quickly, get him to her in time, Jesus would be able to heal her sickness. So let's see what the scriptures say happened next. While Jesus was still speaking to the woman whose bleeding had been healed, messengers arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. They told him, your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. And that is where we're going to leave it today in part one of the man, the woman, the dead girl, and Jesus. Make sure you come back next week to hear the conclusion of this miraculous day. But let's wrap it up for today. We have here in scripture two people whom the religious leaders had let down, whom the doctors had given up on, two people whose religious actions weren't bringing them healing. Religion had failed them. Doctors had failed them. Two people who believed that even though all of these other people and resources had failed them, that if they could just have an encounter with Jesus, the anointed Messiah, they could find the healing and the miracle that they were looking for. Has that ever been you? Have you felt let down by religion or religious leaders, by your church, your denomination? Are you tired of hearing the stories of how God healed people and performed miracles thousands of years ago, but being told by these religious people that he won't heal you or your loved ones today? As if God's love and his mercy for his children was only good up until 2,000 years ago? Well, I have good news for you. The scriptures say that Jesus, the anointed one, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The healing anointing of Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you are willing to step away from the religious people, the scoffers, the doubters, and the unbelievers, and fix your gaze, fix your trust, and fix your faith on Jesus, he will still perform miracles in your life and in my life. I speak the blessing of the miraculous healing power of God over your life. I speak an infusion of faith over your spirits 
that your eyes would be open to see the truth that Jesus, the healer, the savior, the deliverer, he is the same today as he was 2,000 years ago, and that you would latch onto that truth with every fiber of your being and become entangled with the life and the light-giving power of God today. Now go be the light-exuding church in your world. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.